Evening, everybody. Thank you so okay. much for listening to us here at Real Pineapple. I'm here with uh, the pride of Ireland himself, Colin. Colin, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing so good. Thank you. And I'm here with uh, the pride of Boise, Idaho, Scott. Scott, how are you doing, man? If, if, if our audience knows anything about me, it's that I'm definitely from Idaho. Like, if they don't remember one single thing about me, <laughs> they'll know for sure where I was from. Well, we, have a, we have a big following in Idaho, so we have to give a shout out that they have right. a representative. In our well, we well we never have to worry about them writing to us, but, <laughs> but spuds, spuds for life. Yeah, you guys like you guys just got electricity out there, so I'm not worried about you guys like oh hush, <laughs> but grasping grammar. But uh, guys, so we're actually here to talk about. So I gotta admit, man, like I was off this week, like as far as reviews and everything. I I just I was in a bad mood all week, and it was just it was a sad week, man. We lost uh, someone that for me honestly was an inspiration. I we lost David Bowie, and then we lost fucking Alan Rickman. We lost fucking Alan Rickman, both of them to cancer. I'm like, god damn it, like it. it this was a bad week for for celebrity for celebrities dying, man. It's just, yeah, I, lo- I love Alan Rickman. So I mean, so I I kind of want to jump in here for Alan Rickman. So what kind of pisses me off about Alan Rickman is that everyone <laughs> no 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 hear me out like hear me out it's like so what's pissing me off is that everyone is like oh my god Snape died I'm like you realize that mother this dude did a lot more shit than just the Harry Potter movies right like the fact that no one points first to Hans Gruber for Die Hard kind of irritates me because it's like you clearly didn't like know this guy as an actor like yeah but Hans Gruber was an enemy like Snape was like a character that people watched through like an entire series of of like Harry Potter films no I mean I get that but like when, the way I kind of dissect it is people are kind of like, well, Snape was like the only thing he kind of did of value, and that kind of pisses me off. Because I would put him as uh, Dr. Lazarus in Galaxy Quest above Snape, because I love Galaxy Quest so much. I just watched that on Thursday, and I think Galaxy Quest might be one of my favorite comedies of all time. The line alone where he's like, you broke the ship, you broke the bloody ship, I was like, this is wonderful. I love this movie so much. Like, um, and then of course in one of you know he played uh, oh god I'm gonna butcher this uh, uh, Metatron I want to believe is how you say it in Dogma, which I think is one of Kevin Smith's like most underrated movies. Uh, I loved Alan Rickman, and people forget also that he was in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and he played the sheriff in Nottingham. Like Alan Rickman was a fucking badass, and then of course. Um, no one ever talks about him in uh, Sweeney Todd, which I actually think is one of the few good movies Tim Burton has done. I just watched that the other day, by the way. Oh, did you really? Did yeah, you... after he died, I watched Sweeney Todd. That was the first thing I watched with him in it. Yeah. So well, I wanted to see him sing. Yeah, one of the few good things Tim Burton has so done. So this is, this is my point. So I, I know all these films you're talking about. I love all of his roles and everything he did. I just, like, recognize him as Snape. Like, people recognize him as Snape. I don't think that's anything that's wrong. Well, okay. Like he was in so many films, and the character of Snape goes through such like a roller coaster of being a bad guy to a good guy to you don't know who he is. Like you really get to know this character, and he ends up being like when it's all said and done, one of like the really great characters of Harry Potter. Period. And he portrayed that person like very well, like one of the best 
portrayed characters that was ever written in the Harry Potter series. So, so one thing I will say is like everyone. So for the most part, most people I've talked to have said that he made Snape come off like come off more dimensional as a character than he was written. Do, do I, I never read the book, so I can't attest to that. Like, do you think he did Snape justice as far as? Yeah, I do. Um, so like probably what they're talking about is the Half-Blood Prince. So spoiler alert, if you don't know the Harry Potter series very well, just fast forward a minute from what I'm about to say, because <laughs> I'm about to spoil Harry Potter. All right, you got so, one minute. Go. All right. So in the, in the Half-Blood Prince, the sixth book, it turns out that he was actually this great student back in the day that was for Slytherin that was in love with Harry Potter's mom. And he like used to sign all of his notes, which was the most brilliant potions that have ever been written by any like student that ever went to Hogwarts. And he always signed as the Half-Blood Prince. And the whole book is about Harry Potter finds this journal and he's like, who the hell is the Half-Blood Prince? And like it turns out it's Snape and he reads this whole thing about how he was in love with his mom. And like Snape was actually really bullied really terribly back in school. And like he was turned evil, but he was always... Um, like loyal to Dumbledore even after he started working there and it was like this really awesome book and it was like portrayed brilliantly well by Alan Rickman probably even more dimensionally than like the character was written in that book but that's a great book and it's a great movie and Alan Rickman did complete justice for that character okay like so I don't know for me like so I'll always think of him and and I I had to read this and I didn't realize it. So when he played uh, Hans Gruber in Die Hard, um, it was actually uh, it was actually uh, Alan Rickman's idea to put him in a suit and tie and everything. They were originally supposed to put him in like like just a standard T-shirt and jeans, and he was like, "No, I I think he should be the opposite of John McClane in every way." So the fact that he put him in like you know a suit. And tie versus McLean being you know a wife beater and jeans and shit. I'm like, I mean, I'm like that little subtle difference really like, like conveyed how different they were and yet they respected each other. Like little things like that. It's like, wow, you were you you were so you were so brilliant, man. And and, uh, and sense and sensibility, even though it is like a romantic movie. Um, you know, and, it, and it's Jane. You know, it's Jane Austen, which you know, meh. But like, but like, but I'm sorry. Like, it's it's Jane Austen. Girls just, are gross. I know. God, you just want to put up fried green tomatoes while you're at it. But like, but Alan Rickman was really fantastic in that movie. Like, that's how good Alan Rickman was. He could literally be in the Jane Austen novel, like movie adaptation, and still be great in it. And in Love Actually which I totally forgot he was in. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. Like, Alan Rickman was incredible. And yeah. I, 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 I'm glad you're bringing to light all of the other great things he did because honestly, when he died, I did think of just Harry Potter and it's nice that you're like focusing on all of his other stuff because it's nice to remember him in that aspect too. Oh, dude, I researched this shit, man. Because I, I was sitting there, I was like, I know I've seen him in at least 10 things, like at the very least. And then going through, I'm like, Wow, he really has been in a ridiculous amount of shit, which is amazing. Um, it, and it, he's always good, huh? He's always just like spot on. Like he's never like the bad part of a movie. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not like Adam Sandler, where it's just like, oh, it's like, oh god, I'm like you, you piece of shit. But, like, but right, like, 
But, you know, he was amazing in pretty much everything he did. And I just, it, it, it breaks my heart. Because, I mean, you know, and even, dude, even Alice in Wonderland, which is not a good movie, but he was good as a caterpillar in it just because it's Alan fucking Rickman. Um, it, it right, should... right. Like, if you like anything about that movie, it's Alan Rickman. Yeah, like, it's just... Most of it's really bad, but... Yeah, no, yeah, no, most of it is, like, horrendous, but, like... But he's amazing in it, and that and that kind of makes me segue into... So, I'll admit, like, so I was a pretty big David Bowie fan growing up. My dad played Bowie. My mom and dad both played Bowie quite a bit for me growing up. Um, right there with James Taylor. Um, so while I definitely love something like Let's Dance, obviously, Space Oddity, uh, you know, something like, uh, Modern Love, I mean, like, those songs that just, like, stick in my head, um, I, st- I always remember David Bowie from being on Conan when he was on NBC, having a late night show, and David Bowie would just be on there randomly, and he would, he was always so goddamn funny, and he was just, like, he always had a good sense of humor about himself, and, you know, when you hear people like, dumb artists like oh like i'll, I'll say Nicki minaj because she comes to mind and she's like oh yeah i'm an artist and da, da, da. it's like no, no no david bowie was a fucking artist david bowie like transcended not just like fucking time but fashion and lyrics and this dude like really honed his craft he just put out an album last week like literally like his last birthday he put out an album and it's incredible the, the the music video for Black Star where he's like in bed and he's like it feels like he's on death's door and he clearly knew he had a short time to go it really felt like uh, Johnny Cash when he did um, uh, that video for Hurt and you just you could just feel like shit dude this guy doesn't have like you know much longer and Bowie clearly knew that and so he put together uh, Black Star which is an incredible goddamn album and it's so haunting but so beautiful but it's so bowie like you listen your to it and you're like wow this guy went out like a fucking g and 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 totally to just kind <laughs> of to, to nerd out here one of my favorite cameos ever is when he pops up in zoolander it's like one of the funniest guys i was gonna me. say i was gonna say the first time i ever remember being introduced to david bowie and i ca- i was a late bloomer was the first time i ever saw him was in zoolander yeah. And he was hilarious. He was just like, <laughs> it's like, it's a walk off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so it's, funny. Like, it, it's so goddamn funny. And you're just like, wow, like David Bowie just popped up. And just like, he only has a couple lines. It's like, all right, walk off old school rules. But even when you yeah. see him, it's like David Bowie looked clean as hell, fucking dressed to the nine because he's David fucking Bowie. Right. Like a nice suit and shit. I'm like, oh my god, this guy, this guy's a fucking G. Like, so I... you know when I first got obsessed with David Bowie, and I did have a a period of time where I like that's all I listened to was all his old stuff. Was uh, after watching uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Nice. Okay. Yeah, a great Wes Anderson movie um, with Bill Murray. Um, Owen Wilson's in it, uh, as well as several others, but. Uh, yeah, basically, there's this guy <laughs> from, like, South Africa or something, and he just sits there and he plays uh, David Bowie songs in Portuguese. He's he's from Portugal. And he just, like, sits there and he plays acoustic songs, and every song he plays is a David Bowie song. Like, he plays Space Oddity. He plays, like, Just Dance. He plays, like, uh, uh, just all of his, his big hits. And I remember just listening to those and thinking, what are – who – 
what songs are these? These are amazing songs. Found out they're all David Bowie and started listening to him and I fell in love with him. He's the voice of a generation, I feel like, you know, like the late 60s, 70s. He was he was voicing a lot of people that were, you know, yeah. ready oh. for change and, and culture and different ways of thinking in America. He was awesome. He was revolutionary. Yeah, and one of those like one of those fixtures, like the fixture of of glam rock. And of course, I if I didn't bring up Labyrinth, people would kick my ass. And Labyrinth was amazing because he's great in it. Um, but Scott, man, I'm sorry, man. We we me and Scott, uh, me and Colin have been sitting here talking about Bowie. I apologize, man. Let you get in. Uh, please please jump in here, man. What, what, what... Yeah, I don't know. I um definitely familiar with his popular songs but i was never one to really get into him um, you son of a i'm kidding no. <laughs> I'm i know kidding, I'm, I'm kidding man but no you're not take that back right now uh <laughs> Whoa. it's you, you can tell you can definitely sense his influence on the industry um it's like it's one of those things like oh that Oh, he sings that? Oh, oh, he sings that? Oh, yeah. He sings, he's like, he has been a part of, a, you know, the beginnings of that kind of rock and kind of psychedelic movements and things like that. And not, a, not, a, not afraid to go out of the bounds of what they had been doing. Um, but uh, Alan Rickman, yeah. Um, really, uh, you know... There's a lot of side stories and characters to the Harry Potter series, and like he definitely felt like the one that held it all together, and uh, you know, just seemed like you know from how little I was exposed to him, you can't really tell him as a person. I don't really feel comfortable judging him that way out of the movies I, I saw of him, but like, um, seemed like a professional and just was spot on constantly all the time yeah i mean so like i think maybe the last time i like cried over a celebrity i mean i mean i i i just i wept i couldn't believe how just sad it was i was like god fucking damn it and this is like this is bullshit that we lost not only um david bowie but alan rickman in the same goddamn week i mean seriously like what the hell and cancer is an asshole it's just like really i mean you know i just i i felt so bad and i feel so bad for uh david bowie's wife and i cannot think of her goddamn name off the top of my head and i'm totally uh, i think to... it's mrs bowie um, goddamn. um we should we should try and like start a fundraiser to uh, make a giant banner and put it at the like the side of like one of the tallest buildings in Seattle, and it just says "fuck you, cancer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think people would be all about that. Yeah, let's start a GoFundMe. Angie, that was it. Yeah, like like uh, oh no no not Angie. Um uh, um, Iman, that's it. Iman, that's it. Yeah. Um, she she. You know, and and dude, we have to talk about the fact that um, I know David Bowie. I believe had two kids. I believe has a wife and uh, not a wife, but he, I believe has a daughter and a son. Um, Duncan Jones, who ended up directing Moon, which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies like ever. I love Moon so much, and he's doing Warcraft by the way, which I hope is good. But um, 
it, it, it just sucks. It's one of those things. And I know this is a lesser known name, but for me, being the Disney fan I am, um, uh, Brian Bedford, he uh, he uh, was the guy who actually was the voice of uh, Robin Hood in the Disney cartoon movie. He died this week. It's just like, God damn it. Like, he yeah, had a great voice. He really did. I was like, no. Those are one of those old classic voices that just are solid just such a solid voice yeah legitimately one of my favorite uh one of my favorite move like disney movies so it's it's been a rough week honestly for uh for for celebrity uh, for celebrities leaving us and it's been a super bummer yeah that that's honestly (laughs) like the best way to put it i mean big time bummer yeah so i mean um you know my my heart goes out to to David Bowie and his family, and to Alan Rickman, um, and his family. I know y- you're here. That you know, there's been an insane amount of Twitter support and everything for these two leaving us, which there should be. Um, it just it it breaks my heart though for these for these people. And so I mean, you know, us here at the Real Pineapple, we share nothing but respect for you guys. Um, I watched Galaxy Quest on Friday, and I. I had a good cry because I love Galaxy Quest so much, and uh, I've I've been listening to Bowie's album here for the last uh, few days. So um, you know, rest in peace. Um, you guys were horribly inspirational. And can I just say, David Bowie, what a fucking fashion icon! Like Lady Gaga has been such a ripoff, or trying to be a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Like like when I saw Poker she Face, better, she better dedicate her career to him. Seriously, when I saw Poker Face, I was like, oh, fuck you. I was like, I know. I was like, I know that makeup, you asshole. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, guys. So share with us your favorite Bowie or Alan Rickman, like, you know, your memories of of these two. Um, You can follow us here on SoundCloud. Um, Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll have new stuff for you guys this week. And uh, guys, have a good night. All right. Peace. Peace.